Warning, this episode contains mature language, mind-blowing music, and a lot of trivia about that music. Listener discretion is advised. Supplemental Episode G. Top 50 anime opening closing background musics of all time according to various people, part 4. Numbers 20 through 11. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spyrokin Manga View Supplemental. I'm your host, Zan. How are you doing today? Hope you're doing pretty good. If this is the first time you're listening to this list, please go back to Supplemental Episode D and go back and listen through the first couple because this is the fourth part in this series. And for those of you who have been listening, I hope you've enjoyed this list and it's going to get a lot better. Don't worry. Now, sorry this one seems a little huh, but I've been pumping up. I'm ready to go and this music is getting better and better each time. I know that it seems like it's all over the place, but it works. There's a reason for it and the top ten are the big ones. Those are the ones we're all waiting for. And while there is a lot of music that I would have loved to have on here, trust me, there is so much music I would have put on here. Unfortunately, due to time constraints and also the fact that I, I raised the list from 35 to 50, if I kept doing this, we would be up to 400. That's how many songs we would have by the end of this. So, don't worry, everything's going to be all good and all spiffy, and, well, we should get on with this list, because I know you're not here to listen to me talk, because it's not a regular episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, and I'm not reviewing a manga. Instead, I'm giving you the top 20 through 11 songs of all time, according to various people. That's anime music, so let's get on with it. And so we're at number 20. 20, can you believe it? 30 have passed, and we're almost done with this. So, now number 20 on this list is a very welcome addition. It's very unique because the artist, Suzumu Hirasawa, used a keyboard, guitar, and an Amiga computer, which is an old-school computer, to synthesize this sound, which is very unique and it's very specific to Hirasawa. Most of his songs have that same sound to it. Like he did the theme to Paranoid Agent, so you can guess this is not the theme to Paranoid Agent. It has that very unique sound to it that just gives it his stamp of approval. And this song is so unique and distinctive that it's very memorable and it can be called up to mind. Now it's not opening or closing, it's actually a background music, so this is the second or third on this list. I can't really remember, I have to go back to the list. But anyway, so this song just, it truly is invigorating and strong, and it just makes you want to ride into battle and slaughter thy enemies. So, at number 20 is going to be one of the best songs from Berserk. It's actually one of the background music they use continuously. So by Suzumu Hirasawa Forces.
like I said, it pumps you up, right? Just that whole bridge part when you have the chorus just makes you want to ride in, slice someone's head open with a battle axe. Oh, okay, well, we should calm this down a little bit. It's a little bit too aggressive, maybe. Some people are like, oh, I don't like that angry music. So let's calm you down. This song is definitely going to do the next one. Because number 19 is definitely original. It's also one of the many songs on this list that is mixed over and over again. In the series which it came from, which is only 20 episodes, they've used eight different versions of the song. Every episode, they change it, sound up, you know, change the vocalist, change the tempo, change the background melodies. And each of these versions were very unique and enjoyable in its own right. But the overall song is still the same. And with the pleasant toe-tapping J-pop sound, it's really good. It's got a very melodious and happy sound that just makes you want to smile after listening to it. Is it one of those repeat, listen, repeat, listen, repeat, listen? I think so. Some people don't agree, but it just can be described as a magical, invigorating, and just enjoyable song. So at number 19, by Akane Ome, from the series Magister Magi Nagima, the opening, Happy Material. Like I said, it's one of those songs I kind of enjoy a lot. 
Uh, so it's a good song. I know it is. But let's move on with this list. I know you want to know what the next one is. And now this next one is pretty unique because who would have thought that taking Beethoven's 7th Symphony and adding the recognizable voice of Kotono Mitsushi, the voice actress of Sailor Moon, also she was the voice of Mink from Dragon Half, and also the voice of Katsuragi Misato from Neon Genesis Evangelion, who has a very nice voice, would create this infectious song that just perplexes and makes you want to enjoy it. I mean, her voice is very distinctive and a little... I don't want to say whiny, but it's very high-pitched and kind of addictive. Kind of first, it's like, why is she screaming like that? And then, ooh, I like it. And this song has a type of very bouncy, poppy, weird sound to it. And it's really enjoyable. And just the fact that they included Beethoven's Seventh Symphony, one of my personal favorites, to it makes it sound even better. It's got, it takes the music, adds sounds, removes sounds, uses different instruments, and it just combines to create this song, which is just weird so at number 18 the closing to dragon half by kotono mitsushi watashi no tamagayo You didn't expect to hear classical music, I don't think, but hey, get a little bit of culture in this show, you know? Gotta keep a little bit of it going. Yeah, so let's keep going on. Let's change the pace a little bit, because we've already had, let's see now, we've had depressing, we've had all pumped up and cool, and we've even had very psychedelic, but we haven't really had haunting. And this song, I could say, is definitely haunting. It's very gothic and very disturbing. It has this haunting sound that truly embodies what the anime is about and what the basic concept of the story the series it's from is and it's got this very church choir-esque vocals there are no actual lyrics there's just vocals in the background which just are truly disturbing and it kind of sends a chill down your spine and that's what makes this song so intriguing it can't be duplicated so number 17 by kuniaki haishima the opening to monster grain
a little chilling, wasn't it? I know it was. And like I said, we're kind of bouncing all over the place on this list, so let's change that depressing music and let's go a little bit more fast-paced, a little more electronic, shall we? And this next song is a fist-pumping, toe-tapping mix that's just the essential piece that makes the essence of Japanese techno rock fusion and it just flows through this song like blood. Now with a vocalist that has such an amazing voice, this song flows very well. While it's got lots of synthesizers and obviously what sounds like a drum machine, this song is very important to the series it came from because this is the song that made Niddle grasp for what it was. This is the song which made me enjoy a series which I should have hated and this song just blows you away with its just loudness and sure strength. So, at number 16, By The Seeker, one of the background songs from Gravitation, Sleepless Beauty. right right it is a good song trust me on this some of these songs you may wonder about but they are good trust me so we're halfway through this part of the section we're up to number 15 and this one a lot of people are gonna be very happy about because finally we have another Kenshin song well a lot of people wanted the songs like um it's gonna rain and freckle which freckle I can't stand no offense because the English version ruined that song for me but this song was asked by so many people requested and voted for that it had to make it in the top 20 and of course just because of the fact that Takanori Nishikawa sang this song and produced it that made it just great enough to be on this list now for those who don't know Takanori Nishikawa also known as TM Revolution Takanori makes revolution 
he has this very synth pop sound that gives most of his songs a very entertaining and engaging quality to it. And this song is one of those that just has the soul that he gives it, which gives it just a great uh, chutzpah, I want to say. It just it's out there, and it's truly a good song. And it's got a great guitar solo that is empowering, and it fits the whole arrangement perfectly. And of course, with TM Revolution's signature voice, this song is instantly an individual and definitely a classic. So at number 15... The third ending to Roroni Kenshin by TM Revolution, Heart of the Sword. and I forgot about it. I mean, I like One Third better, but that song still is a very powerful song and just really enjoyable. And I like that they used it during that one arc, which just... Well, anyway, I'm babbling now. As usual, you know that Zan babbles a lot. So anyway, and I know I'm talking to third person. Anyway, so let's get on with the next one. Now, the next song, this one a lot of people are going to be happy about because this song has multiple incarnations. 
And this song has been remade over and over and over again because there have been so many reinterpretations of the original series that they've had to remake it over and over and over again. And it's instantly recognizable with a lot of anime fans. I mean, some people have seen the live-action version of this, some people have seen the original version of it, some people saw the one from the 70s, some people saw one from the 90s, some people saw the one which was made by this. And, well... The song was originally written by Kuroto Q back in the 60s, and this song describes a protagonist and her body. And that kind of works especially for a Go Nagai series like this one. And this is a very individual song. Like I said, it's been remade so many times with the same melody but different singers, and they add their own little accompaniment to it. And the only song which has been recycled and remade over and over again that continuously has been the loop in the third theme, which is recognizable and unfortunately didn't make this list at all so i'm kind of telling you guys now lupin didn't make it it would have made it it would have been probably 51 probably but anyway what can i say about this song except one thing and that is this <laughs> You can guess what this is. So at number 14, it's going to be the Kudo Kurumi version of QT Honey. Oh god, that sounded so gay. Uh, Mason should have been here to say it, because she does it so well, but... You know, that's it's cutie, honey. I mean, I wanted to use the regular version, but... Hey. Had to use this version. It just... I like the Kudokome mix a lot more than the Salia mix, or the one which Kuroto Q originally did, because that is very 70s feel, and the other one is very synthesized. This one just has that type of jazzy, mambo-y feel, which just... I don't know, maybe it's the Puerto Rican blood in me, but I like it a lot. 
Uh, so we're down to the final three on this part of the top 50. So let's work with this. And this song is especially fun. I mean, this is the song which made Bell-Chan love anime, actually. This is the song I used to make her like J-pop, and after this she ended up downloading so many songs because of this. And this song sounds like a lullaby and just relaxes you very much. The fact I found a karaoke version of this that is in a karaoke parlor was pretty cool, so this is a very popular song. And this song earns its spot with the vocals of Masui Ito and Yoko Ueno because they have this chorus which just makes you feel like you're just flying and it relaxes you at the same time. And it just is melodious and just marvelous. It just relaxes so much. So anyway, at number 13 by Oranges and Lemon, the ending theme to Azumanga Daio, Raspberry Heaven. That song, that's what it does. It relaxes you and calms you down. That's a good thing. And especially for these next two songs, the last two before the Big Ten, these songs are going to pump you up completely. So we need that little reprise just to relax you and clean your palate almost so that you're all set for the main course. And these two songs, they're truly going to pump you up. Now, this next song. This song was one of the first Japanese anime songs that was widely recognized as being truly awesome and just people were like this is a good song we have to listen more of this especially since the fact that the actual soundtrack to the series it's from is full of music and this is the only song 
in the whole album, well, multiple albums, which is sung in Japanese, which is an accomplishment in and of itself. And there are actually two versions of this song, and I was really debating about which of the two to use. Because the main one is used in the majority of the endings of this series. They use it over and over and over again, except for the final episode and then the mid-season break. Besides that, they use this ending constantly, and that's a very good version, very sound, and it has that jazz blues beat, which works very well. However, there was one version which was used in the final episode during a very important scene that, well, besides the fact that the scene is truly awesome with bullets flying and things exploding, that that's what kind of cemented it to me, but I know people are starting to guess what this is, so I can't say any more. So without further ado, number 12 on this list, by the seatbelts featuring Mai Yamori, the alternate version of The Real Folks Blues. Seal Space Cowboy. Me 
uh, that song, oh, damn. It was hard, because the Real Folks Blues is really good because of the fact that it has that whole... It One, it has English in it, but more importantly, it has the opening, which is truly blows you away. But See You Space Cowboy is just infinitely just... It has more of a more dark feeling to it, and I like that. So, that's why I chose it. And we're down to the last one before the top 10, which is going to be next week, which is going to be really cool. This song has a powerful bass and guitar in it and a nice drum accomplishment. And this song is full of just what can be just described as machismo and just manliness. Now, while it has an older style sound to it, this song sounds very invigorating. And while the title does mean innocent, it's anything but. And now, to quote one of my personal heroes, Dave Riley, one of the hosts of Dave and Joel's Fast Karate for the Gentleman, this song is what being a man is all about. And what is that? But walking down hallways. And I have to agree with him because just this song truly is what a man is about. And the chorus of, Doke, 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 just always puts a smile on my face and just a tear on my eye. So, number 11 on this list. From Cromarty High School by Yoshida Takuru, June.
Excuse me. This, oh man, this song just—it gets to me, you know. I mean, there's a couple songs that gets me, but this one just, ooh, makes me want to punch a wall and just beat up Freddie Mercury. Anyway, have to calm down a little bit. No more Freddie Mercury references, because that's the last real Freddie Mercury reference in this entire list. So anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this, the fourth installment of the Top 50 Anime Openings Closing Background Musics of All Time. According to various people, we only have ten left. That's next episode, and we'll figure out what the top five are. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people haven't been answering me, but please send me an email at spirekin.podbean.com with what you think number one is. I want to know because I'm actually a kind of a little bit of a impasse because the last, well, there are three songs which are tied for number one. And I don't want to cop out and say, hey, I'll put these as number one, then add two more songs, which would be kind of cool, but I don't want to chip people of that. It'd sound kind of fake, and I just want to have this list work. So, of course, send me what you think number one is going to be. If you go to Twitter, uh, the name is Spirekin. You can see I actually put down what the top three are that were tied, actually the top five that were tied. You can vote for those and check them out and see which one you think is going to be number one. I hope that... It is the one I think it is, but, you know, I already voted. I can't vote again, and a lot of people are just kind of picking one, and they're picking a different one, so we'll see what happens. And you can leave a comment, like I said, spirekin.podbean.com or myspace.com forward slash spirekin. You can also find us out on iTunes. I definitely would appreciate just something on iTunes because I only have three comments right now. One bad, two good. I'd like a few more, and I'd appreciate it. Uh, but if you don't want to, it's no problem. And I believe that's it. Oh, you can also send me a message at spirekin at gmail.com, zan.spirekin at gmail.com. You can send me a message on the Xbox Live, zan space spirekin. Remember, zan is with an X, not with a Z or an S. And also you can call us at 206-426-6665. That number again is 206-426-MONK. I don't know what the world price is going to be for it, but hey, try it. It'll be worth it. And I'm also on Skype under Spirekin, so, you know, you can call me on Spirekin. I should pick up, unless you're a solicitor, then I won't pick it up. Anyway, as usual, we have the our regular episode this Wednesday, and this week we're going to be covering Maho Romantic, very strange series. I'm also a staff writer now on Anime 3000. You can check them out at anime3000.com. My first article should be up, and, well, I believe that's it, so... Hope you enjoy. Can't wait for the next supplemental episode. And as usual, this is the Spark and Monger View. I'm your host, Zan, and I am Gonsville. <laughs> <laughs>